0: Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Hootay, Hootie. hootay,
1: we will be back next year.
0: I'm, I'm not that bold,
2: we will be back.
1: I am bold.
3: <laughs>
2: I, uh, just to play devil's advocate, it's a role that I, it's a role that I uh, cherish. Um, I was thinking the other day, I saw a couple comments, you know, on Facebook about uh you know p- predicting the Bengals will be back next year and it's uh, it's pretty hard not to be confident that they'll be in the thick of things the next few years but then someone reminded us or someone reminded the poster that uh you know Aaron Rodgers has only been to one super bowl uh you know Dan Marino uh you know who would have yeah who would have predicted the so it's one of those things where it's not Joy easy Kale. to get there. It's not easy to get there, but I, I think that at least at least we're talking about it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Y- you know in what I mean? In the
2: conversation. Yeah.
0: And Dan Marino went in his second year of his career. Yeah. And never there's, went
2: back. Yeah, there's some similarities there. So hopefully that doesn't happen, but
0: Yeah. Episode 88 of the
2: 82. Play It by Year
0: podcast. And uh speaking of 88, 1988, the last year last season, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl prior to this one, so.
2: Isn't that the year Brady graduated? Uh, both Eight, of us. 88, 89? 89, 89. 89. Yeah. Heresy. SJ graduated 88,
0: right? SJ. Sockridge.
1: Yeah. for me. Heresy.
0: All right. Uh, once again, welcome. Uh, been a couple weeks. Been a minute. It has. Uh, sometimes life gets in the way, uh, parent-teacher conferences and other things. And, uh, when your only day of the week at your open is a Friday, that probably doesn't bode well for the audience either, but, uh, that's why, that's why we opted to wait, you know, things are going on and, uh, but good to be back. Revive the old, uh, uh, rev, rev up the old engine, whatever you want to say. uh. All right. Uh, Looking at the earbuds, checking in. Welcome, Maxwell. Savannah with hey, Savannah. us. Savannah. Howard.
1: Howard. Gary. Gary.
0: Who hey.
2: Miss Wilson. Ms. Wilson. The old man. Pinkerton.
1: <laughs> Shaman.
3: Stallion.
0: <laughs>
1: we have to slip one of those references yes. in every week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Once again, an NBA Jam reference, if you are not familiar. And you could uh, name your own characters, and that's where all that comes from. Anyway, sometimes we have to explain ourselves. So uh, once again, welcome. Visit our website right there, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. We'll talk about that as we go through the show here. And if you've not been with us before, uh, even if you have, we'll remind you the format. Each of us bring a topic to the table. We will talk 20-ish minutes on the topic and uh, generally exhaust that topic and move forward. So, with that, we are in order on the screen. I kind of made an executive decision, but uh, we're in the order on the screen. It's which we will give our topics, Todd, Brady, and then myself with the game of the evening. So, that being said, i uh, got 14 in the room now, so that's good. If you Great like, number. If, if you feel like... Uh, Chiming in, uh, do so because uh, we value we value your input. If you'd like to sit back in the shadows and lurk, that's okay too. It's all good. Tis Todd, you have the floor.
2: And go. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> I know we had one of our favorite, our personal favorite episodes, we kind of went off on a uh, a rant about Transformers. Or not, I'm sorry, uh, uh, He-Man figures, Masters of the Universe figures. He-Man. He-Man. And uh, I think that ended up spawning a, a, an entire episode, was it, or at least an entire topic. Oh, on, yeah. We on, got a
1: good uh, episode and a half out of it.
2: Yeah. So uh, I don't know that we've done just toys in general. I know they've been brought up and, you know, nostalgia, uh, you know, has has brought them up into many of our conversations. But I have a list here of the 19 lamest 80s toys (laughs) of all time. Uh, But also part of this list is the 10 best. So it's kind
3: of like a
0: twofer. Can can I make a blanket statement? The toy was never as fun in person as it was on the commercial. No.
1: Oh, we talked about that before. I, I don't... You know, I don't think this is gonna be on the list, but nerf boomerang takes me off to this day. I could not get it to come back to me. I could not spin it on my finger like the kid did. I could not knock out a marsupial at a hundred yards. It was a big I, disappointment.
2: I never had any luck with any damn boomerang. <sighs> Boomerang's a pretty stupid toy.
0: <laughs> and, and it's and a weapon. Heaven help you with the Nerf boomerang if there was a three-mile-per-hour
2: wind. Oh, Lord. I'd be picking it out of my neighbor's eaves. Yeah, might as well throw a fabric softener into the air. <laughs> <laughs> Bounce. Wow. All right. All right, so number 29, lame. It's, that's how this is uh, categorized. It just has the number and then whether it's lame or or good. They're, the good ones are mixed in, so it's... Uh, It's a little tough to to decipher. But anyway, uh, 29, lame. Poor man's Transformers. It says, I'm not blowing any minds by saying that Transformers was a big deal in the 1980s. Hasbro's robots in disguise toy and cartoon juggernaut was making all the money. Former kings of toys for boys, Tonka, seeing their oversized dump trucks weren't flying off the shelves anymore, did the sensible thing and made those trucks into robots. GoBots were what you got for your birthday from well-meaning family members who knew you wanted one of those transforming robots or transforming toys. Ironically, Hasbro bought the line out in 1991 and worked the GoBots lore into an alternative Transformers timeline. So GoBots is what they're talking about. They've been a little little beyond uh, your time. But I had some GoBots.
0: No, the go GoBots were in our wheelhouse.
2: Yeah.
1: And even back when they both came out about the same time, and that was a common mistake to make because all the lame, unwashed Philistines gravitated toward GoBots <laughs> and Transformers. I, let me put it this way. GoBots to Transformers is like, a five guys hamburger being compared to the very last onion slider left at a gas station in Winslow Arizona that has been there for 3 years.
2: Well, according to this this according to this they didn't come out at the same time. This was Hasbro's or Tonka's uh response response to to the the popularity of Transformers Tonka I was going to ask if it was if it was akin to Matchbox versus Hot Wheel. It, th- that is very accurate. I always and thought Matchbox were just chintzy. They were a little made. bit
1: larger. Yeah, they they featured a bit more plastic. I think that when Matchbox came out, they were the first, and Hot Wheels just made a better
2: iteration. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was flipped. I don't well, know. Well, that wait
0: sure. a minute. We're, Matchbox, they were. It was British, right? In the Hot Wheels were the American version.
1: I, I don't sure know that. Was that I'm not sure of. But I know Matchbox were usually pricier, if I yeah. remember right.
0: Yeah, that's correct. They but they're just them. not as cool. Todd, Todd's correct. They were a little bigger. Now, I, I was never into the GoBots or whatever, but now I, I feel like I'm an authority on Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels? I, Hot Wheels? I, I can speak to that. But, uh... Yeah, I'm pretty sure, the, and I'm going to look it up while you talk, um, but uh, the matchbox, I believe, was British. All,
1: all I remember in relation to the GoBot, the toys weren't as cool, but the characters were too whimsical, and their voices were too whimsical on the cartoon. You know, Optimus Prime is held by, but the lead of the GoBot shared it like it was very cartoonish. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, you know what I mean. Who were the, who were the leaders? Who were the two different... Uh... Who were the baddies and the goodies and the go bots? I can't remember. Psy Kill yeah.
1: was a motorcycle that was a baddie. And here is how forgettable. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you who the leader of the GoBots were. Why did I mean what were
2: they called? Like it was like, you know, you had Decepticon or in the in the the yeah. Transformers realm so what were the I can't remember what the two sides were called in the go no circle. idea yeah no idea all right moving along we got a lot of good toys to talk about here and bad ones okay number 28 I, I, I have a chime in before you go uh, okay
0: Matchbox the Matchbox name originated in 1953 is a brand name of the British die casting company Lesney Products so uh, Matchbox was British
2: very good sir. all right you. Go ahead. Sorry, I lost my page. All right, twenty-eight lame. So many bad He-Man figures, which we've again, <laughs> we, we we don't have to spend much time on this. But basically, says we've already done. Apparently, this website had already done a whole article about bad He-Man toys. Uh, there are so many like Ramman who to his credit is pretty clear about what he's into. You can't <laughs> you can't even move his arms and legs so as not to mess up his aerodynamics. There are also classics like Squeeze. Who leaves no doubt in your mind that he is a Snake Man and Snout Spout, who looks like someone tried to cosplay as Flame Mammoth from Mega Man X and gave up after the head. So I don't remember Squeeze or Snout Spout. Eric, can you look up Snout Spout and Squeeze for us?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. Did you say Snake Man or Snake Man?
2: <laughs> well, it's, well. it's uh, there, there was no Snake Man.
1: He's just saying squeeze was a snake man.
2: Yes, squeeze was a snake man. And snoot spoot. (laughs) You have
3: to.
2: to (laughs) I'm a snake. (laughs) I'm a silly snake. All right. 27. Are are you looking that up, Eric? Uh, Squeeze and uh, Snout Spout. (laughs) While he's doing that, 27 best OG Transformers so the uh the you know we opened up with the Porman's transformers now we are the OG transformers, which were pretty cool. there's nothing bad I can say about oh yeah it. um you know and they were they were nicely made like they were heavy like you know what I mean they were made out of well all of them weren't but like the the first generation transformers that I remember were were heavy they weren't yeah. plastic or yeah. they had plastic, but they were also metal
1: there was a lot of amazing engineering that went into those toys. Um, yeah. But now my only gripe with the transformers when I finally got one, and like I said, I was getting older where I still had one toe and it couldn't quite give it up yet, but I was getting older and not, but I remember when I finally got one, it was a Porsche and um, he would turn in the robot, but at, the car looked great, but the robot looked clunky. You know, it didn't look... You knew it was a robot, but it wasn't nice and streamlined.
2: Yeah. But so we're, just oh. throwing that out there.
0: <laughs> are, are we ready for Snout Spout?
2: Snout Spout and s- squeeze. Wheeze. Snack. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> snout Spout.
2: Why isn't he called, like... I don't know. Why is it snout? It's is it yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 like, well, what, So, I mean, what, what does that snout do?
1: Well, I, I'm afraid to answer that question from this picture.
2: <laughs> I think a better name would have been Kerplunkatrunka. <laughs> that's not a snout. That's a trunk. Maybe I a trunk. think... Oh, what
1: is the... What is the elephant god? Uh, I'll, but there needs to be a babar reference in there.
2: <laughs> he looks babar. like he's ready to vacuum corners. That's pretty much what his yes. his, his face. He's a vacuum. He's a human uh, shop vac. Babar <laughs>
0: with one b or two, two. With,
1: yeah, I think it's two.
0: B a b a r. No, I I thought you meant right together.
1: Oh no. Nah.
0: That's a Fletch reference. Come on.
1: Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking too hard.
0: <laughs> well, don't fall I'm do that. by a the
1: snoutman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got a few comments here. Uh, this Wilson Brady. What did you have against marsupials that made you purchase that boomerang?
1: <laughs> Actually, my thing wasn't what didn't have anything to do about hunting the marsupials. But when the movie Croll came out, if I, I might have my timing or Tron where they would throw the discs and they would come back, that's where my mind was.
0: Co- of course, we know there are a lot of kangaroos running around Purdy Road in Sardinia. <laughs> there
1: are. You never know when the kangaroo are going to go.
0: Hey, James. Howdy, Mr. Howdy. Howdy. Uh, Howard Marty Logan had Boku Hot Wheels more than anyone I knew. No Matchbox in his collection. <laughs> I, I, had, I had an assortment. It was mostly Hot Wheels. but uh, yeah. Hot Wheels, by the way, were United States made. They came out 15 years after Matchbox. So I guess you could say Hot Wheels was Mattel's uh, response to Matchbox yeah. cars. yeah. Howard also says proboscis man should be the name of the uh, <laughs> snout spout. Now, let me uh, let me find
2: uh squeeze. Squeeze. Make sure you spell it right. <laughs>
0: how, can I mi- how can I misspell squeeze? It's <laughs> demon, know, that's demon what... right?
2: Yeah. There's, there's three S's at the beginning of it. You're already misspelling it. Oh, forget <laughs> s- <laughs> <laughs> I was serious when I said it is s- squeeze. <laughs> Here we go. And he he does look like he, he can looks like, looks throw like the squeeze lizard. on somebody.
1: I want him guarding the paint <laughs> down low on the block.
2: How does that man find shirts?
1: How does that man take care of his dillberry maker? <laughs> what? With arms like that, how I don't think can he can one take clown?
2: care of the whole the whole? The building's dillberry maker.
0: I was going to say he could take care of your dillberry. I was going to say. If you sit still, he's getting right to you
2: right you now. You,
1: squeeze. But, no, but, like, if he is sitting in a vulnerable position on the loo, how's he going to get those arms to where they need to go?
2: He, uh, I don't know. But he could definitely reach Because his under elbow would hand, hit
1: the ceiling.
2: He could reach under and hand you some toilet paper three stalls away.
1: <laughs> that he could.
0: So, uh to explain this for the benefit of our audio audience. Oh, yes. Uh It looks like a dinosaur head. Kind of, yeah, maybe. A, and and yeah. it's like... It kind
1: of looks like the Lizardman from Spider-Man.
0: There, there you go. Uh, it stands, stands up on, all, on two feet, two feet, All legs, twos. All twos. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, all fours didn't work. But, it, but his arms are on the ground. So he's got really long arms that kind of looks like a heart shape. The hands come together in front of him and the elbows well, are on the ground. It,
1: and. It reminds me of a Tom and Jerry cartoon when Tom grabs a hold of a moving truck <laughs> and it stretches his arms and then they fall and they're stuck that way.
0: That is a fact. Yes.
2: <laughs> it looks like a I don't know. It's strange. I don't remember this. This must have been after I bailed out of Heeman. Yeah. So so why would you make uh, unless
0: unless the arms are snakes? I don't know. They look like hands, but uh it's... His why, face why, looks
1: like somebody accidentally walked in his yard, and he wasn't having any of it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, but why would you call it s-
3: squeeze?
1: I bet I know, and I have no knowledge of this. I bet he wraps him around his prey yeah, and he's squeezes a them.
0: Yeah. But, but the three S's at the beginning make you think it's a snake-like creature when it's really a lizard-like creature.
2: Yeah, but its arms are snake-like. It's a constrictor. He's got two constrictors coming out of for arms. Well, He's I literally think...
1: got twenty-four-inch pythons. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I, but I think the hands should be like snake heads. Snake, <laughs> heads? Yeah. snake yeah. heads. Snake, yeah.
2: snake like heads. Snake heads. Snake heads. Like adductophalanges. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look very intimidating to me. I think I could outrun him.
3: <laughs>
2: so you arms, can outrun his arms. Those arms would be getting in the way. <laughs> By the way, what kind of ab routine were all the He-Man uh, characters in? Good Lord, all of them were cut.
0: We're, we're talking 10 packs.
2: <laughs> Normal-looking uh, He-Man figures. All right, 26. Lame. Indentured animal babies. Another toy phenomena that is inexplicable today. Cabbage Patch Kids straddled the line between dolls and toys, and it seemed like every kid I knew had one. What I don't remember are these spin-off dolls called Kooses, for whatever reason. <laughs> Coosas were supposed to be pets for the Cabbage Patch Kids, though they clearly just used the same bodies and head sculpts, but added cat ears. They are are also, in the rich lore of Cabbage Patch Kids, fully sentient, which is pretty dark, and even Google tags them as animal babies. So the picture of it looks like a Cabbage Patch body, and a Cabbage Patch, well, pretty much just what they said. It's a Cabbage Patch Kid with animal ears. What's it called again?
1: Coosas. That's probably what the kid does when they don't get an actual Cabbage Patch Kid. They <laughs>
2: cooses. He, well, well, this isn't like this isn't the, a poor man's Cabbage Patch. This is a this was Cabbage Patch brand. It was a pet, an accessory. Yeah, it was an accessory. It was a pet for your Cabbage Patch.
1: Yeah, but they kind of look like a DNA experiment gone
2: bad. They just, I mean, the picture here is I mean, it's hard to it's just like yeah. a oh, let me find the right light. It's a Cabbage Patch Kid. This is a dog, apparently. <laughs> With just dog ears. Apparently. Yeah.
1: So it's more like a person that has a couple animal features. Yeah.
2: 25 on the lame list. Irresponsible pet owner simulator. Uh, Puppy surprise. Every kid's dream, every parent's nightmare. While the idea that your cute dog could just randomly get fat and then one day spawn half a dozen cuter, tinier versions of itself is incredibly exciting for a kid. As an adult, all I see is bills and torn up couches. So apparently, Puppy Surprise was a pregnant uh, stuffed animal, like a stuffed dog that had puppies in its belly.
1: I'm not making this up. It came with slime, because like you, the, no, I, that so when it when the puppies were born, I swear, <laughs> like, I swear,
0: like after birth, yes, <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> that is. It's the most outrageous thing I've ever heard. It, it is now. I, I don't think this would have Brady only because these are stuffed. This isn't like a okay. plastic set. These are these are plush.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. This is just thinking a, of is more plastic.
2: Yeah. It just says puppy surprise is a stuffed toy featuring a random number and that's exciting. If it were a random number, I could see like, hey, how many how many puppies am I going to get with this one? Uh, because the best thing about having babies is not knowing how many there are in there. <laughs> uh, a little sarcasm there. It also says that part of the pregnancy craze of the '90s. Uh, scroll down apparently number six on the list is going to be uh another toy of some sort that is uh pregnancy related so I don't remember that craze I, I never had a puppy surprise
1: I stepped in <laughs> it before but...
2: could you imagine buying a puppy surprise and it, it being some sort of defect defect from the factory and, it, and there being no no puppies in there I mean how that would have been terrible <laughs> that's totally I mean, think about it you because you know that had to happen yeah I mean it's then you just have a An adult dog. Who wants to buy one of those? (laughs) 24, best. Your first car. I never had a my first car that I remember. It's called
1: Uh, 76 Pinto.
2: A common sight on lawns, both urban and sub, the Little Tykes Cozy Coupe is immediately recognizable for its bulbous shape and yellow on red color scheme. The coupe grew up with you, from a comfy way to roam around your yard as a kid to a roll cage-equipped stunt machine perfect for launching over ramps. While modern versions have given the thing eye for, eyes for some reason, the design has stayed mostly consistent for decades. The coupe is so beloved that it has been made into actual road-safe cars for adults who just can't let go of that sense of independence and adventure. Is I, I like, didn't have one. I didn't like like speed buggy or wonder bug. Yeah, See the coupe. Nice. Twenty-three on the list. Lame. Fun for minutes. <laughs> Talking about an etch-a-sketch. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Etch-a-Sketch is one of the uh, quintessential 80s toys, even being immortalized in Toy Story. Everybody had one or knew a kid who did, and they're staples of kindergarten classrooms to this day. But has anyone stopped to consider that they're terrible? <laughs> trying to draw something with an Etch-a-Sketch is like trying to draw with one hand tied behind your back and the other hand severed at the elbow. <laughs> These, things <are laughs> These things are fun for five seconds. It takes... Uh, For the five seconds it takes to get over the initial joy of, when I turn the knob, the line happens. Even if you do manage to make something worth looking at, the thing is such contempt for you that it self-destructs as soon as you put it down. I I never was a fan of the Etch-A-Sketch.
0: Oh, I mean, do you remember those BS commercials where you'd see, like, the (laughs) picture on the Etch-A-Sketch look like something from the Louvre?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. with rounded— with the that had curvature to it and not because of that's a sketch. You could do only th- do things in line Turn segments lines. and angles.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> uh, I mean, let's be honest though. So, I mean, you've seen these memes on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, like the things we had to use to uh, pass the time away when we were young. I mean, kids today have no idea. I mean, <laughs> like one of those little books you had, where you had the, the, uh, yellow marker and you yeah. color and the things would appear and yeah,
3: what
2: about the the mustache the uh what was it they always had at the dentist office it was like a man and you could move his mustache around it had like the the little tiny magnet dust oh, in yeah, it oh yeah 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 and yeah 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 you pretty much just chased <laughs> it around his face trying to form a mustache impossible yeah, yeah. or a
0: or etch a sketch like thing where you had the the plastic Writing utensil, and, wind. <laughs> well, you, you drew the whatever you wanted to draw, yeah. wrote whatever you wanted to write, and then picked up the little oh, yeah, and, oh, yeah,
2: yes. Yeah. And after a while, whatever you just get would get burnt in, so like you couldn't <laughs> you could never erase it. <laughs> Number 22, lame. What needs to be said about the Nintendo Power Glove that isn't covered in this legendary? Uh, there's a clip here, so that doesn't. So basically, it's just talking about the Power Glove. Now, I never owned the Nintendo Power Glove. Uh, But I know that it was a a pretty much a giant flop. Flop, yeah. That
0: was an eighties thing. I don't even remember about. Yeah, I'm eighty nine. I remember that. No,
2: no, it doesn't say eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine. Yeah, yeah.
1: It it looked like something that a villain would use. It kind of looked like the Infinity Gauntlet. It was real big. It went on your hand. It was supposed to do all these amazing like virtual
2: reality moves, but yeah, I terrible. All right, number 21 on our best, again, very confusing the way this list is, but Sandbox Warriors, created in 1964 and credited for creating the term action figure. Since conventional wisdom believed that boys wouldn't play with dolls, the brand really came into its own in 1982 when Hasbro rebranded to joes not as a semi-accurate representation of real branches of the u.s armed forces but as an elite fighting force batting the evil organization cobra the three and three-quarter scale figures are what most of us probably think of when we think of gi joe a so, real american it, era yeah another smash hit for hasbro um i was a
1: little bit t- i was very very young like five when the full-size gi joes were out where they Kind of had the real hair. They kind of looked like Chia Pets, but it was like hair colored. And um, then when the new ones came out, it was more like Star Wars figures. It's like yes, it, it was brilliant. It was flipping brilliant. And they also, I think, was the first toy that could color change. Zartan, if you put him in the sunlight, he would turn bl- like like photosensitive. You know, one of those things that changed color with light. It's very I- cool. Sorry, that was.
2: Yeah, I now I never got into the. I mean, I had some some uh, GI Joes, but I never that was not my wasn't my thing. Yeah. I didn't keep up with them. I, I, I was more of a He-Man and <laughs> Hot Wheels number twenty. Lame, creepy android bear. I'm talking about Mister Theodore Ruxpin. Oh. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin is one of the ultimate 80s toys for one big reason. It promised you the future. A teddy bear that not only talked, but its mouth and eyes moved, too. (laughs) Did it read your stories out loud? You bet it did. Underneath the magic, however, Ruxpin held a diabolical secret. You see, the magic of Ruxpin was all an illusion. The bear was powered by cassette tapes that you'd plug into his back. The thing was a huckster pushing real friends onto kids who were none the wiser. Can you tell I'm still hurt by this betrayal? So it's kind of like a cuddly Wizard of Oz. I mean, like a... Yeah. yeah, Same scenario. Same synopsis. I always wondered
1: what would happen if, like, a kid put in, like, NWA or Public Enemy into Teddy (laughs) Ruxpin, and it starts cursing up a blue streak. (laughs)
2: That'd be great. (laughs) I I don't believe I ever owned a Teddy Ruxpin. I don't remember. uh... No. No. Now, my question... To anyone who owned a Teddy Ruxpin, could you put in like a, a any? Could you put in like Beastie Boys? And uh, you know, did it, did it have to be the Teddy Ruxpin tapes, or could you put in anything?
1: That that would be amazing to do. I mean,
2: if, if it would, if it were just a cassette player, I would think you could have put <laughs> put George Carlin in. <laughs> or, <laughs> all right, I got the laugh. Did I send you guys a text the other night with George uh, George Carlin? Uh, Uh, Never mind. I got to to laughing about it. I'd forgotten about it. Number 19, lame. Dog toys with arms and legs. Surprisingly not made by the same guys who created barnyard commandos up there. Food fighters definitely come from the same dollar signs in their eyes, mania of 80s toys executives. The food fighters are pretty much what you'd expect. Fast food items with buff G.I. Joe arms and legs sticking out of them, rigged up in military gear and given uh, punt... That word threw me off. Puntastic names like <laughs> Taco Terror and Private Pizza. <laughs> That's alliteration, sir. Uh, my favorite Warful is Travership. obviously Major Munch. <laughs> Constructed mm-hmm. of the same squeaky toy soft plastic as Barnyard Commandos and featuring no articulation or movement at all. There's something uh, appealing. There's appealing of the concept of food fighters. I especially like that they all have a tiny helmet on. So I don't remember these either. <laughs> Eric if you want to look those up real quick uh I don't remember these
1: what a concept so, so food
2: food fighters
0: food fighters so uh, by the way you do need
2: specialized
0: cassettes for Teddy Ruxpin uh, not really? any cassette
2: will work it would have probably been much more popular had you d- had that not been the case <laughs> yeah all right food
0: fighters here we go.
2: Bring it on. Bam. Let's see, Major Munch. Uh, sorry, that's squeeze still. <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> Cause he's a snake.
0: Hold on. Let me let me stop sharing that screen and share a different screen.
2: <laughs> so they <laughs> they had to have had Colonel Corn. Um. I would have thought Admiral Apple. <laughs> 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 Com- <laughs> Commodore Couscous,
1: <laughs>
3: Private <So>. Puddin', <laughs> 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 is that what the brown thing is? <laughs> Colonel Sanders. <Not>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh my goodness. Uh-
2: <laughs> right, well, I'd like to know their names. I see. I see some fries. Is that a cookie? Is that a chocolate chip cookie over there? Oh man, Uh, what is the brown blob in the middle? I I
0: think it's like a sundae or something Uh, because it looks like ice cream. (laughs) Private parfait, (laughs) (laughs) that'd be the
1: French military. Uh,
2: (laughs) general gelatin,
0: (laughs) (laughs) food fighters' names. Here's private pizza. (laughs) <laughs> Why don't
2: I remember
3: these? <laughs> That's funny.
2: Nick-
0: <laughs> Nickname Pizza the Gut. Born <laughs> Ciperone, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Strength, nice.
3: Bulletproof nice.
0: crust. Weakness loves anchovies. Gold to make a lot of dough. Uh, eh. <laughs> Hobby shopping for new toppings. <laughs> Quote A pizza in the oven is worth two on delivery.
2: Ah yeah. Yeah, these would have these would have been fun. At least the little I, I, cards I, I, and stuff they came with. I them. mean
1: look at the fun we've had the last couple yeah, minutes. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Interesting. That's
0: not
1: right. dot Coleslaw.
2: <laughs> <laughs> G I sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. All right, here we
0: go. The Kitchen Commandos <laughs> wore black boots, green clothing and carried red weapons. They included Burger Deer General, who's a Cheeseburger. <laughs> Major Munch, a donut, available with chocolate glaze <laughs> or cherry glaze. Lieutenant Leg, a chicken drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Scoop, an ice cream cone available as chocolate ice cream or sherbet. Sherbet or sherbet? Sherbet. <laughs> Private pizza, as we talked about. The combat carton, an egg carton with a ketchup bottle cannon with tomato <laughs> slice and pepperoni projectiles.
2: And a mustard machine gun scattered, splattered, and junk. <laughs> and a get-a-grenade. <laughs>
0: the the Fry Chopper, a, fly, a frying pan helicopter with spatula blades. Fort Fridge, the Kitchen Commando's refrigerator base.
3: So
0: uh, the other team was the Refrigerator Rejects, wore brown boots, black clothing, and carried blue weapons. <laughs> they included... Mean Wiener
2: (laughs) Otherwise known as Meaner (laughs) Meaner, meaner Oh my gosh chip, Chip the
0: Ripper, a chocolate chip cookie Also available as a Macadamia cookie Short stack A stack of pancakes available with Maple syrup or blueberry syrup Taco Terror, a taco. <laughs> Fat Frenchie, a box of French fries. <laughs> and finally, the Barbecue Bomber, a barbecue grill armed with a spatula catapult. What was their? What was this group's name? This was the Refrigerator Rejects.
2: A catapult. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought something was blue. Say their cheese. Their fearless they're,
0: leader, <laughs> Blue Waffle. <laughs> their their weapons were blue, so they were oh, brown, boots, was, yes. black clothing and blue weapons.
2: I I wonder if you can still buy these <laughs> somewhere. I gotta I gotta find. Yeah. Sure, they're, sure, they're on eBay or something.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, cool. all right, that was fun. Uh, I'm gonna skip a few just for time's sake. Yes. Next on the list, lame. Uh, Slinky. It's literally just a piece of metal. I know Slinky was invented way before the 1980s. The toy was created in the 40s when kids had to donate their imagination to the war effort. <laughs> <laughs> the reason this toy is so connected with the '80s is due to one thing. Uh, darn it, it's another link. It says this commercial, so I, I'm assuming it's some '80s commercial. Uh, I'll be fair to whoever wrote that earworm. It, it certainly takes the maybe four things a slinky is capable of and turns them into a catchy tune. So I assume it's, I assume it's some sort of. Uh, was, do you remember a slinky song? Cool. <laughs>
3: I'm not yeah. sure I could
0: sing the real Slinky songs. <laughs> we had a we had a parody, but
3: uh,
2: oh uh, wow!
1: Wait a minute, um, it it Walks goes downstairs, downstairs it attracting stairs, stairs making that Slinky I
3: don't
2: want to get sued. Uh-huh, you guys will have to text me your parody of it later. <laughs> oh. Uh, so oh. I, I owned a Slinky, <laughs> and I, I don't remember owning a real—I owned, like—do you remember when Slinkies, they made plastic Slinkies? Uh, what, yeah. What What a blasphemy. Yeah, but they Blankies. were still Slinky brand. They just were plastic, yeah. and uh, I, I do remember—I I never lived anywhere where there were steps, so they were pretty useless <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh well, dad if you're listening uh you know he, <laughs>
1: thank you for ruining
0: his yeah, childhood
2: exactly i could have used some steps pops you could, steps, find, pops. It, you could give, find that slinky at your dad's house and bring it to your house you got yeah. that's true but actually, i actually only have basement steps but i don't think it, it's probably there anymore uh number 16 i uh, got some comments If you okay have a moment
0: go ahead um, i have a moment howard says one of his sisters had a teddy ruxpin broke within a week poorly made Miss Wilson did the Food Fighters get their inspiration from these Food <laughs> Fighters? That's a good question. Don't know. Uh Gary says one of them should be Rear Admiral Dilberry. <laughs> uh So uh, Howard says the parody of the Slinky song most likely has the word skanky
2: in it. Well, I would say that would be a a, a very clean uh <laughs> Actually there's no curse words in no, it.
0: No, no. It, it was it was it was clean as far as that goes, but uh, I know.
2: I'm assuming there was a it was thick with innuendo. <laughs> well, the,
0: well, I know it was pretty straightforward actually. But uh, th- think of the topics a teenage boy might be thinking about, and that might put you <laughs> on the right track. Uh,
3: All right, uh, Miss Wilson.
0: <laughs> yeah, baseball. Uh, Slinky was good for about one two minute downstairs slink, then it ended up wound in a big tangle. Yeah, That's true too. Especially the. The metal ones are bad, but I don't think the classic ones are so bad about getting all, yeah, tangled up.
2: But. Well, and the metal ones—you could stretch them. If you stretched uh, uh, stretch. between two slinks a little too much, it would—it would, it would get—it would never go back. True. Yeah. All right. This thing here says it's a dentist's dream, and if I—if you could see the picture, you would know uh, right away. Uh, this lawsuit waiting to happen is called a pogo ball and was another uh, of those toys that seemingly everyone I knew had, but I never actually played with one, probably because there are two kinds of kids, quiet, imaginative, and intellectual ki- Quiet, imaginative, intellectual kids, and those who launch themselves off of things and break stuff. I was definitely the former. <laughs> uh, anyway, this thing is apparently Dutch. See, the Dutch made it. And for years, it was exactly what it looked like, a ball with a platform built around it, uh, like yeah. a deadly, tiny Saturn. Yeah. Then in 2017, <laughs> some evil genius at Little Tikes combined it with... Bop it, so you know what they're talking about. It's like it's like a yeah a, a yeah. plastic circle with a ball
0: on the top and the ball on the bottom, and and, and like it said, it looks like Saturn.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so many green stick fractures with that toy. <laughs>
2: I never owned I'm one. Sure.
1: Oh, my cousin had one, and I, you know, it was imp- it was impossible without some kind of hand railing or crutches to get you started then you could discard them. But just to get on it and make it do what they did in the commercial was impossible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 15 on the list, and it's on the best, is uh, uh, Viewmaster. And and I will say, I was quite a big fan of the Viewmaster. I remember quite uh, being quite blown away by being able to look at sh- scenes from my favorite movies right there in front Before of my face. Before we threes. had the talkies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Number 14 on the list, Lame. Uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> I never, I never knew they had these. It's Police Academy uh, uh, action figures. Tackleberry, <laughs> 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 Kenner's Police Academy action figure line features all your favorite characters from the movie in grotesque cartoon form. <laughs> um, so I guess the, I guess this guy's beef with them is they are, they are cartooned out. Was there ever, yeah. a pl- oh, was there, a, was there a Police Academy cartoon? I believe there was oh. actually. I oh
3: hey, hey I out. just,
2: I should have read. It says, Homer Simpson's favorite movie was turned into an animated series in the 1980s. Back when kids' TV executives were desperately trying to turn all the movies your parents didn't allow you to watch into cartoons to sell you toys. (laughs) They never
0: turned turned Porky's into a cartoon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, skipping a few here. Number 12 on the list, best. (laughs) I played with these and I'm not ashamed. That's what the headline says. Uh, Surprise is another long-running Hasbro property with genius cross synergy. My Little Pony started out as My Pretty Pony, which was larger and less colorful. When My Pretty Pony <laughs> didn't take off, Hasbro tried a few other options and hit the jackpot with My Little Pony in 19... 19- so, <laughs> I didn't know that they were, weren't were always called My Little Pony. So, they were bigger at one time? Yeah. or they just... Yeah. My Pretty Pony, you can, you call, can call her, her. <laughs> well,
0: That has been an e- earwig in my... Oh, for 40 years... I can't get it out of my mind. I don't know why.
2: Yeah. So, so, so let me
0: get let me get this straight here. So my my pr- my pretty pony was bigger and less
2: pretty than My Little Pony. Is that what you're saying? I don't know that they were less pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were. I think they were bigger, it, less colorful. So I, I see where you got that. Yeah, less colorful. So apparently they were just a little bit bland in the like normal horses. Yeah. Uh, My Little Pony would be rebooted several t- times, most famously as Friendship is Magic in 2010. And if you haven't heard about that, get ready to go down a rabbit hole of modern masculinity. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did not play with My Little Ponies that I remember.
3: Hmm.
2: <laughs> you weren't uh, a brony? <laughs> <laughs> a bro- <laughs> a pony brony. No, that's um,
1: a real thing. Really? Y- yeah, it... Um, I saw in the news once, it's a, a bunch of, they have like a My Little Pony, it's male-centric, and they call them bronies.
2: <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> so, this next one's intriguing me, sorry, I, I just have, uh, uh, Karate Commandos. These are little action figures.
3: Commando uh, with a K,
2: right? Yeah, it says, see above, uh, things you weren't allowed to watch being turned into cartoons, um, and... <laughs> Yes, it's Chuck Norris, who sits above Steven Seagal, but below Jean-Claude Van Damme in the action movie star hierarchy. Chuck Norris' Karate Commandos are a mix between the Ninja Turtles and G.I. Joe, though in this reality, Chuck and the Commandos are the only thing standing between us and the claw, led by nefarious super ninja Kenner, or nefarious super ninja. So another toy by Kenner here. Do not have a silver hand? No, he has a, um, he, he has a, he has, first off, he has like, uh, a silver spur on, w- on his left boot, and he's holding some sort of silver weapon, like some is sort he, of.
1: Is he bald with a dragon tattoo on his chest?
2: No, he's 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 reddish blondish Chuck Norris hair with a with a <laughs> right. with a headband on, okay, and some wait. sort of futuristic.
0: Let's let's put this nonsense to rest first. No one. It's above Chuck Norris. Let's let's get that out of the way right That's now. That's true. That's true. There, there's no John Call Van Dam above Chuck Norris. So
2: no, I mean I was a fan of, of, uh, of that. Yeah. Uh, uh by the way, this action figure came with dragon whip back kick. So see, he had a he had a like a spur. You see the spur on his boots? He'd kick your ass with that thing.
1: it get you giddy up and <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, all right. Uh I'll skip these. I don't remember these. Hologram for the kid, uh, uh, toy galaxy. Uh, nine. Oh, I remember these things. Uh, best. Honestly, I would wear these right now. It's those uh, Fisher Price, uh, my first or like skates. Yeah. I never had those, but uh, I, I know a lot of people did. Did either one of you learn to skate on those things?
1: No.
0: Seems, it seems like I was on them once, and the wheels didn't roll very well. And they didn't roll backwards, so, like, you couldn't <laughs> fall backwards. Yeah. So, it's like little
2: safety features, which, which are <laughs> few
0: and far between in the late 70s <laughs> and early 80s.
2: <laughs> All right. I, I know I'm out of time, so I'm going to just quickly go through these. The number seven on there was uh, the Lames off-brand Legos. Uh, uh, mega, wow. know, mega blocks, is, I uh, know, an off-brand Lego, uh-huh. which I'll argue that w- once you got up into the—when you got older— but like for 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 toddlers and stuff, Mega blocks had some pretty pretty decent, uh, yeah, Lego esque, and also because they got the rights to some some characters that Lego didn't. You know, like the, the one it shows here is a uh, uh oh, what are the I can't think of what the one cartoon is called, but the, um anyway, so I know that when we were shopping for our kids, like when they were that age, S- Mega blocks had certain things that legos didn't have as far as uh, well, brand, we,
0: both said, we both said duplo but weren't duplos actually big legos for babies okay so i think they were
2: off brand they were on yeah brand. they were
0: just ye- legos for youngsters
2: yeah uh six on the list uh best uh action the action the actual best action figures it's teenage mutant ninja turtles also by kenner i wonder if kenner's still around was in Cincinnati but it got brought out bought out by Hasbro huh. uh five I don't remember these uh, they, uh, some sort of sheep soldiers number four lame uh light bright I never owned a light bright definitely my lame. sister did again, again. Yeah, number number Making three on pictures. the list is a a, a, a kitchen like I, I never had that kind of stuff that I remember either like toy kitchens and toy you know, things like that. Yeah. And that's pretty much the list. Number one on the list, best Nintendo, the original Nintendo. Huh. That is Number the list. one. Number one. Yeah, Lightbride, another another
0: uh, offender of uh, having commercials where you make pictures that should be in the Louvre.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> uh, Mine. The, the thing I'll say about Nintendo is obviously, in hindsight, I mean, I don't think any of us could probably stand to play for 10 minutes now with the graphics compared to what they have now. But for the time, I mean, it was a pretty big deal. It's, it's a pretty big worked. jump over Atari.
0: Oh, yeah. So I, I think that's mean, probably why it's... Even a controller with, you know, a, a kind of a joystick, quote-unquote, and two buttons, I mean, that was... That was Yeah, you know,
2: and, I, and I think it's what age you were, too. Like, you know, it was my first game console... We had an Atari when I was growing up that was obviously my my older siblings, but it was my fo- my you know, my personal, my first uh game system. And I you know, I think of course a few years later you had Sony and I think there are a lot of then began the Sony versus Nintendo Wars and I was always a Nintendo guy myself, but probably because I wasn't my you know, my first game system wasn't a Sony. There you
0: go. All right, thank you, Todd.
2: You're welcome.
0: So take a quick look at our uh, website, membership and fan support page. You can become a member of our website by going to the Buy Me A Coffee link at the bottom of this page. And we'll take you to our uh, buymeacoffee.com crowdsourcing website. You can become a member, $5 per month or $50 per year. And our list of Hall of Famers here, uh, Savannah, I believe Savannah's still in the room, Allison Chavis, uh, Chuck Griffin, Jessica Longacre, Rhonda Reeser, Christy Rocky, Joe Rocky. So once again, visit our website and you too can join and become a member of our website. All right, Brady.
1: Yeah. You are up. Okay. So um, we are going to be talking about the toughest. The kings of badassery, if you will. So we have... A knockout bracket, a little bit of a contest boiled down. It's going to be the last man, last person standing from toughest movie characters. So who is going to be the toughest? Who would win in a fight? Who's going to win out and be the toughest character? So we have the premise here.
2: Are you keeping track?
1: Um it's going to have to be ish. We're going to, like I said, I'm going to um, narrow the list down a little bit, but we're going to start one off for the ladies. Would it be, Oh, Eric, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, Ellen Ripley from the, um, franchise of alien or Beatrix kiddo from the kill bill movies.
0: Hmm. So, uh, Honestly, I never really watched either. Uh, Beatrix was that. Uh, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman, yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, man. I mean, you got one that battles aliens and one that battles baddies. I, just because I like the Kill Bill, Kill Bill movies better, I'm going with Uma.
3: Uma.
1: That is where I'm leading also. Yeah. Uh, she escaped from a coffin for Pete's sake.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I was never a big Sigourney Weaver fan.
0: Of course, we uh, invite our audience to vote as well. Uh, Howard says Ripley all the way. Is that because you live in Ripley? Or... <laughs> so both of you said... Uh, Beatrix. Uma Beatrix. I, I can't really vote. Like I said, I've never really watched either, but uh
1: Okay. You ready for the next one? Moving on. Dutch from the Predator versus John Wick from the John Wick
2: franchise. Is Dutch is Dutch the Arnie?
1: That is Arnold. Oh, I'm, I'm going gazed.
0: Arnie all day. <clears throat> okay, so say the two again.
1: John Wick from um you know Keanu Reeves, his character John Wick and Dutch, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from Predator.
0: Okay.
2: Um <clears throat> I would say Dutch. Yeah, I'm going Dutch. hey <laughs> <Going laughs> <Dutch. laughs> I I have never watched, but I will say, in all fairness, I've never watched a John Wick
1: movie. Okay, I I've seen part of one, but not too many, um, or too much of it, and it just doesn't stick with me. The whole Matrix John Wick thing, you know, kind of blends in. So, James Jesus. Bond. Bond. Versus the Bourne, the Jason
2: Bourne character. Hmm. I'm I'm not a Bond person. I'm going Jason Bourne. Matt Damon. Um hmm.
0: I think Bond was much more uh Successful with the ladies. Now, that's because that
2: Jason Bourne had no time for the ladies. He was he was on the run.
1: We have Braun versus Brain in this situation. I think I'll take Jason Bourne because there's no way you can convince me that Bond could beat him with you know just hand to hand.
0: I agree with that. But was Bond supposed to beat you hand to hand? He had gadgets and things.
2: That is true. So did Inspector Gadget. <laughs> so you think Inspector Gadget could beat Jason Bourne? No. Yep. Bourne was, say Bourne was both brains and brawn.
1: That is true.
2: You, you have a point. Okay, uh, back a uh, couple
0: comments. Uh, Miss Wilson goes with Beatrix as well as uh, what you all went with. Uh, Howard says John Wick, he is more flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savannah says Bond, uh, James Bond. bond. Uh, Miss Wilson says Jason Bourne because Bond had to use the his agency more. So yeah. Bourne, Jason was more Bourne a, couldn't
2: trust his age, couldn't trust anybody. Yeah, no one. It's true.
0: More a loner. Uh, Howard says Bond, James Bond. Cool gadgets, ready for everything, including. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: glad you capitalized that to make it a proper noun, there, <laughs> Howard. <laughs> Ms. Galore. Ms. Galore. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, Miss Wilson appreciates that too, I bet, as an English teacher, because that, that's why capitalization is so important right there. Uh, exactly. It Doesn't wouldn't have mattered matter to you reading it though, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really wouldn't
3: have.
1: <laughs> okay. Riggs from Lethal Weapon. John McLean from Die Hard.
3: Oh. Tuffy.
0: What a toughie. toughie. Really, the same character. Yeah,
1: very much so.
0: Except for Riggs had a partner and McLean didn't. Yeah, yeah.
2: We got another loner type situation.
0: Well, there. I mean, McLean always had a partner, but he was never like a police partner.
2: Yeah, I I'm going maybe. Riggs. <sighs>
0: oh, man, I've made some decisions today. This could be the toughest one. <laughs> um, I think John McClane John McLean.
2: that and that American Pie song was fantastic that he did
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well uh, Howard ov- obviously votes McLean, <laughs> even though it's a different spelling well it was that distant where they ended up changing the spelling a, l- a bit <laughs> Uh, it's Savannah it says Riggs.
0: Dean Mignani. Welcome. No Dean McClane. Yippie Kaye. And you can finish <laughs> that one on your own.
1: Um I'm gonna vote McLean for this one simple reason. I think they would under normal circumstances kinda equal out the but, but Riggs did have the bad shoulder. Therefore, McLean gets the nod.
2: Fair enough. Betty didn't hurt it playing kickball with fourth graders. <laughs> 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 like oh. one of our
0: co-hosts did.
1: In "Led the record show. I teach fifth grade.
0: Miss <laughs> uh, Wilson, uh, McLean, because he was not insane. I, I don't know. I think McLean might've had some mental health issues. Maybe, maybe not diagnosed like Griggs's were, but, uh, <laughs> and Gary says Riggs because he was insane. So, you know, <laughs> different sides of the same coin. So uh, what was our final vote here? We had votes all over the place. We had, uh, I think it was a tie. Two, three for McLean, one for Riggs. You two picked two.
2: I picked Riggs.
1: I picked McLean.
0: I also picked McLean, so I think McLean won by one.
1: All right, Rambo
2: versus Hambone. Hambo, the meanest, meanest, leanest, rapping machine. machine. (laughs) Hambo,
0: I'm coming to get you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the good old days. Yes. Yeah. Dumb
2: ditties.
1: I totally lost track of what I was doing there. Well, the first um, one
2: was Rambo versus whom? Yeah.
1: Rambo versus Frank Dukes of Bloodsport. Jean-Claude
2: Van Damme. Oh, Let's see. Oh, Rambo. 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 John Rambo. What you call hell, he goes home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go Rambo also. Not meaning to... Uh, I
2: mean, Ra-
0: Rambo was effective in uh, multiple uh, situations. You know, the, the wooded areas, the open yeah. plains. Yeah. Uh,
1: I want, I mean, Frank Dukes was brutal, but I want to see him whittle a piece of bamboo, dip it in cow feces, and make a punji stick out of it.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I want to see him slay a wild boar and, and uh, take down Brian Dennehy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and have
2: John and have John Crinna uh, Richard, Richard, my bad. Yes, Richard Krenna. Eric, I, is it you? No, I think it might be Celia, who has still never seen First Blood. Must that's be Celia, that's yeah, still my favorite one. That's just a great movie.
0: Uh, Howard says Rambo, Savannah says Rambo, Gary says Rambo. Looks like, uh, A Rambo sweep. I believe so. Rambi.
1: The Rambi.
0: Multiple Rambi.
1: All right. Excuse me. Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious, versus The Rock, Fast and Furious guy.
2: I loathe The Rock, so I, <sighs> I, I've only seen one of those Fast and Furious movies, and The Rock wasn't there yet. I'm going, I'm going Vin Diesel. Diesel, he was in that Pitch Black movie, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it
1: was like a space horror movie. Uh, the Rock's pretty cool, and I, I didn't like any of the. Fast and Furious movies really it was just too exciting so um, I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> yeah I mean I'm going to go with The Rock to be a contrarian plus he's a
2: pretty cool guy he's a one trick pony mm-hmm.
0: yes yeah, so, uh, the, the Rock plays The Rock I mean really yes. he, there, there's no range there
1: no no Rock on the range
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see Uh, Howard says they settled the Rambo versus Duke sort of in Expendables 3 where Stallone killed Van Damme
3: Mm,
0: how about that Uh, Gary says Rambo Coalition (laughs) is that uh, Jesse Jackson Uh, Savannah says Diesel Howard says The Rock so I think uh, Brady and I went no Todd and I went Diesel and Brady went The Rock yeah yeah so it looks like Diesel wins. Moving on
1: Jackie Chan versus Ralph Macchio.
2: <laughs> That's not even a <laughs> Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan.
1: So the character of Danielson could not take Jackie Chan.
0: Now, 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 if you said Jackie Chan versus Miyagi, Miyagi,
2: yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, I'm going Miyagi yeah, all day long. Yeah, exactly. But Danielson never lived up to Miyagi's. I mean, no,
0: no, no. He's still chasing
2: Miyagi's ghost. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a stain on Miyagi's gi. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: oh
1: my
3: gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did I say that right? Uh, you did. <laughs> okay,
2: good. Yes. But I bet Daniel made some stains on me. And I was, and I, yaw I, yaw I, was not, I was proud of that. So if I would have said it wrong, I would have been very distraught. I'm sorry. I had no, done. but I. I <laughs> I don't think that that's even a fair—because, I mean, I, I wouldn't even consider them—you know what I mean? Like, the same type of characters. Yeah. But I, I have to go Jackie Chan. If if we're just talking about who's going to kick whose ass, Jackie Chan's going to kick Ralph Macchio's ass all day long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you ever hear the comedy bit
0: about—it uh, it was Gary Goldman about the karate kid and <laughs> <laughs> how uh, the, he, he should have gotten his his butt kicked? And it was just a ridiculous. You know, the, the crane kick. <laughs> Telegraphing the crane kick. When is he going to do it? Like, he stands
2: there for a half an hour at the end <laughs> of the movie. And, and you know well, what I would have done? Don't run toward his leg. Yeah, I just would have stood there and just let him do that until he wore, wore out and his leg got all shaky. But you're on the timer. You're on the clock. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I still would like... To, has, it, has it been answered? And I mean, I... That should have been a foul. It it's not be. a point. Why based on based on the Cobra Kai point system in in the in the series, that would have been a, a, a wouldn't have counted.
0: You could kick him in
2: the snot locker. That's not against the rules. <laughs> it's not a point though. It's got to be below the below the neck. I'm pretty sure. Nah,
3: well
2: Well. I mean, that's that's one thing. I also I think that Cobra Kai does so well. We've talked about that before. I mean it 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 paints it sh- it sheds some real light on the character of Danielson. Indeed, there is it's, a dark his character is
0: much more well rounded. Yeah. All right. So uh, Savannah says Chan. Howard says Jackie Chan. He's a real martial arts expert and appeared in Bruce Lee movies as a young man. Uh, Miss Wilson also says Jackie Chan. He could win without any leg mobility correct like like we said not not even a consideration that's not the same character like i said chan versus miyagi that you know that's that's a debate
2: it is yeah i'm going miyagi
0: i would go miyagi
2: miyagi do karate Miyagi, yes and
1: i think it'd be a good time because we need to go to the um you know, go to the next round of the bracket and everything, would this be a good time to pause that? And we could go on to the next topic.
0: We we, we can do a part two. Yes.
1: We could do that.
0: Yeah. yeah. That works. All right. Back to the website. Hold on. Can't, uh... Can't work the technology here. Let's go back to the website.
1: Yeah, gremlins.
0: There we go. All right, so you go to the top at our uh, menu and you can uh, go to our isms. the isms ever come up, there we go. Uh, Of course, at the beginning of every page or top of every page, you have our audio on the left, you have our video in the center, you have our calendar on the right, which I've done a poor job of keeping up with the calendar. I need to put the dates in, but uh, it'll show when our live recordings are and when the uh, audio recordings are released and whatever else might be happening. And then also the register for the play by play by your email list. You can do that here as well on every page. But here on the bottom of this particular page is our isms page. So these are the uh, in urban dictionary style, the uh, different terms that we use here in the show. Uh, If you're not familiar with a term that we use, you can go to our uh, isms page and look up the uh, definition. All right. An oldie but a goodie. Up again it, but not in it. (laughs) Bordering but not blending. You go right ahead and put your slaw atop that man, which as for me, I'll take mine up again it, but not in it. Now, that is my credo in regard to man-witch. There'll be no slaw
2: on my man-witch. I don't like it on my man-witch. Yeah, I, I like it with my man-witch. Yeah.
0: Not, not on my man-witch.
2: Well, it depends. We've talked about this before. If it's a good, tacky, wet slaw. Well, even then, though, I don't want it on it. No, no, yeah. But I, I, I don't even want the slaw, which is basically just a bunch of dried <laughs> cabbage. garbage. Chop it fine and wet it down.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: Chop it fine and wet it down. <laughs>
0: All right. That brings us to topic number three, which is our game of the evening. Game. Been a while. We're going to been, play. A
3: while. Yeah, been a while. Been a
0: while. We're going to play Misery Index. Misery Index. Misery Index. Been a while. So Howard says slaw goes on pulled pork. Um, again, I would say slaw doesn't go on any sandwich of that sort in my world. Uh, But I've seen people put slaw on manwich.
2: Yep, and pulled pork. It's both. Anything pulled, pulled and witched.
0: (laughs) Pulled chicken. (laughs)
3: Pulled pork. Uh, pulled not, <laughs> <pulled pork. laughs>
0: yeah, Brady, a nice juicy piece of pork <laughs> pulled polecat. <laughs> uh, all right. <sighs> so, for those of you who forget how misery index works, I'm going to give a uh, scenario, and the misery index goes from one to 99. One being the less miserable, 99 being the most miserable. And uh, our co-host here will basically guess as to where this particular scenario falls on the misery index. So uh, we also invite our audience to take a guess as well. Uh, Gary says slaw can go on a hamburger as well.
2: Mm, 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 mm. Again, not in my world. but uh, You know where slaw goes, when I'm eating it. <laughs> right and on my top of my right on top of my college cheese.
3: <laughs>
2: you gotta put the you gotta put the coleslaw on top of the cottage cheese so at the coleslaw uses run down in betwixt the cottage cheese kernels or curds, not kernels. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that would be weird. That is yeah. Absolutely sacrilegious. Oh, no, it's good, man.
0: Absolutely
2: you, you get both textures and both flavors all mixed. Mm. It works well.
0: That's a, that's a nightmare for Brady. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, uh, I hey, I, Howard,
1: I, are you still in the house? Um, Eric and Todd, could I ask Howard to be my stand-in for a couple of minutes?
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Howard, All you right. got it. So you're you're gonna play against Todd till Brady gets back. Is Howard in. Howard's in. All right. So, again, the misery index, like I said, 1 to 99. Scenario where it falls on the index. Todd, we will start with you. Our scenario is major earthquake. So, uh, again, to go uh, over the rules again, Todd will make a guess as to where it falls on the index. Howard will say higher or lower. Brady will say hi earlier when he gets back. But, uh, Todd, major earthquake. Where does it fall?
2: Man, I'm assuming I'm in it? Well, I mean, it's bad no matter what, but it's it's worse if, I mean, you're in it.
0: I mean, I, I would guess that uh, hearing about it on the news versus being in it, I'd say that, that would be a reasonable deduction that you're in said earthquake.
2: I'm going to say... 62.
0: 62. I know Howard's on a, a little bit of a delay here. Uh, watching the uh, podcast here. So again, major earthquake. Where does it fall in the misery index? Todd says 62. And we will wait for Howard's guess. Howard, do you say higher or lower? So pseudo Brady says higher. He believes it's 79, but, uh, the guess itself is just uh, perfunctory to what we need. If he says higher, that's what we'll go with. Major earthquake misery index. 77. 77, so pseudo Brady.
2: Faux <laughs> Brady. Fody. Oh. <laughs> now I've now I feel like an ass, and I feel like I'm not sensitive enough to uh to major earthquake victims. I mean, I I, I guess I'm not I, I guess I wasn't thinking of like Death and destruction. I was just thinking of damage, and I mean, damage is bad, but it's replaceable. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel I feel like a jerk, man, that I didn't get. I didn't pick higher. It's okay, man. It's way okay. to go, Eric. You made me feel bad. <laughs> All right, Howard.
0: Where does bankruptcy fall on the misery index? Bankruptcy, by the way. Uh, Gary, Gary said lower on that, lower than sixty-two. So, yeah, see, let's be a Gary felt that that was a uh, less miserable experience as well.
2: I don't feel so bad now because I know Gary's a good guy.
0: Yes, bankruptcy, Howard. Where does that fall in the misery index, from one to ninety-nine? And again, uh, Howard on a bit of a delay. Is Howard typing his answers? pseudo brady says 64 nowadays so you're saying that uh, bankruptcy at one point in time was more than 64 but in our current situation 64 would be the guess Mm. todd higher or lower than 64 i'm gonna go lower bob lower than 64 misery index of bankruptcy
2: 78 gosh 78 doing terrible terrible. No, I was asking it. I didn't know how, because I couldn't see any, I didn't, couldn't see people's uh, responses all of a sudden. So I didn't know if Howard was typing his or just telling you somehow.
0: No, he's, he's typing them in.
2: Gotcha. Oh, I could put my little comments thing on.
0: There you go. That would all help. Right, that,
2: that would help. Yeah.
0: All right. Pseudo Brady is Pseudo out Brady's to a two a, roll.
2: 2 0 lead. Eric, I demand you change that scoreboard to Pseudo Brady.
0: <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I believe I will.
2: Yeah, we... don't do it on my part. I was just joshing.
0: Nice. How about, uh, how about some uh, parentheses? Nice. Pseudo Brady. All right, Todd. Mm-hmm. By the way, we had some guesses there. Uh, Jim said lower on the bankruptcy, as you did, Todd. And Gary says, "I never know how this game's going to go. It it is a uh, sometimes hard to figure out and wh- where they come to these numbers." But anyway, Todd. Yes. Where does it fall in the misery index to smell like a fart for the rest of your life?
2: <laughs> now, I, now. Go ahead.
0: I. To me, and I'm just going to say this. I, I don't mean to
2: color your answer at all, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it really depends on what kind of fart you smell. Like. I was getting ready to say, and and maybe to some, I already smell like a fart. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, I man, I, I. Right. I mean, I'm still a boy at heart, and a good fart is funny. Uh, so. I'll be the clown. I'll smell like a fart for you if that's what makes you laugh, people. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the point is move.
0: <laughs> if 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 it were move, then it shouldn't be very miserable,
2: then should it? uh I want to say. 48. (laughs) I just set it up pretty... Pickled egg fart? 48.
0: Pickled egg fart or pickled egg fart? (laughs) Uh, 48, you said? Yeah. Howard, or pseudo-Brady as it will, higher or lower than 48 to smell like a fart for the rest of your life. And again, I guess you yourself and your answer would have to decide what... Yeah, uh, what, like what? Somebody medical... else's
2: fart? Because or... <laughs> or... that's mean, disgusting. I, I
0: was going <laughs> to say other other people's farts always smell worse than your own. So, uh, Pseudo Brady says, with all I know about farts, he says <laughs> higher. So, smelling like a fart for the rest of your life on the misery index seventy seven point yeah. five. So, yeah. I
2: guess, uh, as soon as I said it, I knew I was wrong.
0: Yeah, you you lowballed that one.
2: Yeah,
0: all right, pseudo Brady three, Todd zero. All right, pseudo Brady, where does it fall in the misery index to step on a plastic toy and bare feet? So a Lego or some other some other pseudo Lego.
2: What were the pseudo Legos called? Mega blocks. I was going to Mega say block. though, this once again depends on the toy. It if it's a whoopee cushion, it's not that's kind of enjoyable. Well,
0: <laughs> true. Now I uh, now I'll show the picture here. Picture is of a Lego.
2: Okay, that that changes things.
0: Yeah guess i could do that i could show these i don't think the pain of the pictures i've had up to now really uh, played into the question but uh, so stepping on a plastic toy pseudo brady says <laughs> 69 todd i'm going higher higher slightly slightly just slightly Stepping on a plastic toy in your bare feet, misery index is 0.5. 0.5.
2: Jim said 20. And Gary said higher for the plastic toy. I, I have sensitive feet. I, don't, I can't even hardly walk on grass barefoot. I'm with you i you know that would bother
0: me yeah greatly greatly now have have you stepped on a plastic toy and I mean people who had kids generally have,
2: yeah, oh yeah, it was way more than point five <laughs> uh, going by my uh my my onslaught of curse words uh the neighbors probably definitely knew that it was more than point five
3: <laughs> uh
0: so Gary said, what? Our dad's not allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> so even though Pseudo Brady won the point, he calls BS on 0.5. Yeah. yeah. All right.
2: Todd? hmm I need a point here. I need...
0: you, do, you do need a point because the 7-0 is a skunk. Yes. And those are Pole agreed upon rules in any in any game. That's right. Driver's license is suspended.
2: That's all it says.
0: That's all it says.
2: Driver's license. It depends on expensive. how old you are. Yeah.
0: True. So uh, just just to get inside your line of thinking here, you say it depends on how old you were. Yeah. Would it would it be worse when you were older or, or
2: less? Well, I I think it depends if you're, I mean, like Ethan's going to take his test tomorrow. So if he passes, he'll have his license. If he were to get him suspended on Saturday, uh, life wouldn't change much for him because he's just now, you know, getting them if he gets them. But, you know, if you had, if you depended upon them to get to work and feed your family, things like that. Uh, But I could see how at least, I could see how at least a teenager or young person would think that it was the end of the world. Right. So there would be quite a bit of uh, hyperbole um, involved. But I'm going to go with like 43. 43. Yeah. Pseudo
0: Brady, higher or lower than 43 when your driver's license is suspended. And our score again is Pseudo Brady 4, Todd 0. Todd looking to get on the board and keep away from the skunkage. Pseudo Brady says higher. Jim says lower. So, driver's license is suspended. Todd, you said 43, right? Yeah. Misery index, slightly higher, 49.5. So you were closer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, still no point. So now we're looking at a five Man. nil about to get poke atted. You are about to get polecatted. atted. Five nil. All right, pseudo Brady. You have cocktails with a recently released sex offender. Where does that fall in the misery index? cocktails with a recently released sex offender now this is very vague in my mind I mean is it just you walk we walking into a bar and sitting down and just you know not knowing a person and just chatting it up and then finding out later hey that yeah
2: was it was it planned was it
0: yeah or was this like a like an online dating thing and you end up Matched up with a,
2: yeah, and
0: <laughs> so pseudo Brady says forty-seven to that cocktails with a recently released sex offender Todd, higher or lower than forty-seven? Man, I'm going to go
2: lower. Going to go lower. I, it sounds terrible. I mean, it you know. So with my with my lack of. Uh, uh, Empathy for uh, for uh, uh, you know uh, major earthquake uh, victims and now this it sounds terrible but I, I think I'm like you it's it's there's there's too much what if if mean, if you know it and you know all the details and you agree with it then that's different but if if you're just you know you I'm assuming a blind date or something and you just happen to find that out or find it out later you can't blame yourself
0: right uh, Jim agrees with you Todd. Cocktails with the recently released Sex Offender Misery Index is
2: 67.5. There is no uh, reasoning with this game. You, can, you can't uh, can't talk sense into these people that they asked, they surveyed.
0: That is correct. Uh, more importantly, Todd, it's 6-0. <laughs> You're looking at a polecat if you don't Man. get this correct. I, a pulpus. Pulpus. Man. All right. Question is yours.
2: I don't usually feel this dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Scenario is bird on your head.
3: Bird. Bird.
0: Peeper squack. Bird. Birds on your head, and again, what I mean, what, what if it's like a bald eagle versus a?
2: Yeah, I mean, if it's your, <laughs> you know, are we talking a, Perry talking a, <laughs> are we talking an albatross here, or are we talking? <laughs> are we talking like a, you know, a, a, a ruby throated hummingbird? I mean, I can I can take that. We're are we scorched. talking about, uh, you know, your basic kingfisher? I mean, what what are we, what are we talking about here? Hmm. Your barn owl. <laughs> Who? Your peregrine falcon? I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Um, I, man, and I think it depends on. When they last Mm
3: ate?
2: Are we talking berries or that nasty white stuff? (laughs) (laughs) That would make a
0: difference. All the berries would like stain your clothes and stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, but berries is somewhat less gross-looking. Just like somebody squashed a grape on you or a blackberry. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna say thirty-nine.
0: 39. All right, Pseudo Brady, higher or lower than 39? Uh, Pseudo Brady first says that pterodactyl paterds would be bad. <laughs> Pseudo Brady says higher. Bird sh- on your head. Misery index. Three. Nice. Todd on the board. Lives to fight another day. On the board. On the board. We're going to ten.
2: It's the one. Pseudo Brady. There's a little bit of freezy and Eric. If I don't respond, that's what's
0: Oh, sorry. Pseudo Brady, there is a squirrel in your house. Squirrel in your house. (laughs)
2: There is a squirrel in your house.
0: Squirrel. There's a squirrel in my house. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go off on that tangent again. Ronnie Millsap was blind. He sings a song with the lyrics, There's a stranger in my house. Somebody there who I can't see. How does he know? Well, I'm figuring he, can't, stranger or not, I figure he can't see them at all. So just, yeah, just but you got
2: to figure his other senses are heightened, so he can but, smell it. He can smell if it's a stranger, especially if he smells like a fart.
0: Well, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't say that. He says somebody there that I can't see. So true.
2: But the line wouldn't have worked if he would have said somebody there that I can't see, though I can smell them and I can hear them quite a bit better than if I could, if I were able to see them.
0: That's true. <laughs> can't get too descriptive there. It does ruin. Uh, but I, the,
2: I get it. Uh, does doesn't ruin the rhyme? does ruin the premise. But I, I like some Ronald Millsap.
3: <laughs>
0: well, I like um, the song.
2: Yeah, I'm going less. Pseudo Brady.
0: Oh, by the way, Pseudo Brady said 42 on the Squirrel in the House. Yeah, I'm
2: going less, lower. Um,
0: Jim asked if it's in the Christmas tree. And uh, according to our conversation we just had, uh, uh, Howard says he knows them by their cologne. So, yes, the heightened sense of smell. So, you're going lower. Is that what you lower. said? Mm-hmm. Squirrel in the house. Misery index. 3.5. Todd is on a roll. Man.
2: Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. six to two.
0: And Gary uh, says a pickled egg stranger (laughs) in my house. Somebody there who I can't see, but I certainly can smell it. (laughs) All right, Todd. Scenario is win the Powerball. Lose the ticket. So you're talking multi million dollars here. That's that's a given. I don't think it can be any less than
2: like two million. But you didn't have the money to begin with. True. So I'm gonna go relatively low, twenty five. Twenty five. Pseudo Brady,
0: win the Powerball, lose the ticket, higher or lower than twenty five. So would it matter to you, Todd, in your line of thinking, what the, what the amount of the jackpot was? If the jackpot were higher, would your misery become more?
2: Well, I think I think your your misery is going to be high regardless if you, but it's going to be short lived. I guess is what I'm saying.
0: Gotcha. So Jim says he thinks the Powerball is twenty million dollars a minimum, which could be. I don't know. Hmm. I, don't, I don't generally play it, but multi million dollars anyway. Yes. Maybe I'm thinking uh, like the local Ohio lottery thingy. I forget what's called. I think maybe the minimum on that's two million. Anyway. When the Powerball lose the ticket. Todd says twenty-five, pseudo brady. Hopefully we didn't lose pseudo brady. Oh, sorry. He says higher. There. He did say higher. When the powerball lose the ticket. Misery index. 69 oh. oh so fairly miserable <laughs> not extremely miserable fairly miserable yeah all right so our score now as I uh, change the scoreboard pseudo Brady 7 cod two two pseudo Brady Scenario is you are wetting the bed every night. You are incontinent in your bed every and night.
2: And, hey, is it your bed? It just says wet the bed. I See? assume it's yours. I mean, if it's not yours, it doesn't matter quite as much. Well, you're still sleeping in it, right? I don't know. It just says you're wetting it. You <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <So> you're just sitting <laughs> just there and piss all over it. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah, and then you don't sleep in it. That's <laughs>
0: That, that would be fairly well, No points. <laughs> be, be miserable for somebody else. <laughs> All right. Pseudo Brady says 67 for wetting the bed every night. Todd? Higher or lower than 67? Higher.
2: Higher. Higher.
0: Wedding the bed every night. Misery index. Indeed higher. 68.5. <laughs> I was going to say just higher. Just higher. A smidge, a skosh <laughs> higher. So now we're looking at a seven to three score.
2: Todd. Yes. You know what the problem is, I don't have my sucker. Well, you are without the sucker. Am I supposed to win without a my gaming sucker? That's true.
0: All right. Scenario is, you are added to the no-fly list.
3: Again, I
2: think it just depends on if you are a person who has to fly for your work. True. I want to say...
0: 27. 27. Pseudo Brady, you're added to the no fly list higher or lower than 27. So, I mean, I I guess within reason, you could drive anywhere in the continental United States, even Alaska, if you wanted, Mexico. Pseudo Brady says slightly higher. So uh, you said, uh, what did you say again? 27? 27. 27. Right? Mm-hmm. You're added to the no-fly list. Misery index, 65.5, so more than slightly higher. Considerably higher. So that makes our score... 8. 8 to 3.
2: Man, this sucker's not doing anything for me.
0: I'd have opened it too late. Mm-hmm. And gotten to the mojo in the middle yet. That's right. All right. Pseudo Brady. You are caught picking your nose.
2: What's the misery index? I think they purposely leave these wide open. Like you get caught by who?
0: Like... I mean, do you want to get caught by anybody picking your nose?
2: Well, if you look over and the guy next to you is picking his nose, I don't think it matters much. Well, but I mean, that guy probably doesn't want really to get caught picking his nose. And it probably depends on how old you are. I think if you look over and the guy next to you is picking his nose, you, got, you just laugh about it and move <laughs> on. You're probably at the urinal anyway. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> According to the wallpaper at most urinals, what uh, <laughs> the hell is with yeah. gross-ass people doing that? I don't get that. <laughs> I don't either. Ugh. All
0: right. Pseudo Brady says 27 on the cop picking the nose scenario. Todd, higher or lower than 27. This is tough because...
2: I mean, does it matter what you're pulling out there, too? I mean, as long as they don't cut catch you eating it, I think that's yeah, the that, that's, important part. That's a part. whole different level right there. <laughs> But you know, uh, kids have no shame in that, though. They'll just they'll just stare right... They'll stare into your soul and pick their a- nose. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and eat it. <laughs> exactly. They'll even eat it in slow motion just so you can uh, never <laughs> forget it for the rest of your life. And then lick their fingers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Brady would be having a conniption right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. He'd be heaving. I'm going to go with the way people are... I mean, these... these for whatever reason, I have in my head that it's the same 100 people they they ask for each one of these questions. <laughs> I don't know why, because I was getting ready to say, with the way people have been voting lately, uh, I'm going to go... Cop picking your nose. I'm going to go slightly higher, even though I, I don't think it would be as bad as... Uh, Jim went against you and said lower.
0: Cop picking your nose, misery index.
2: Should have went with my gut. See, I knew picking your nose was no big deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like you said, I mean, eating it? No, that's a that's a whole different level right there.
2: Well, it depends. Like, if you if you just if you got an like a the, you know the edge of the nostril itch, yeah, you got that going. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if uh, you're if you're two knuckles deep
0: in <laughs> <then> your snoot,
2: <laughs> that's
0: the thing. What constitutes picking? I mean, picking—it's a wide range of.
2: Well, actually, actions. if you do this, you're. Uh, I think people confuse picking with pushing. Most people are pushing their nose. Pushing. <laughs> pushing what? Well, that's what I mean. But if if there's something in your nose and you push your finger up it, you're pushing it up. You're actually making the problem worse. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Some at some point you gotta you gotta turn your fingers into pincers. <laughs> Uh,
0: pseudo Brady scenario is guess you're trying to get back to nature. Get out out on the trail. Got do your business. You're without a bidet or <laughs> well. toilet paper. You wipe your ass with poison ivy. Where does that fall in the misery index? Wiping your asshole <laughs> with poison ivy. Because, really, I mean, that's really what we're talking about, right? Yeah. You're not, yeah, you're we're not we're rubbing a about... cheek. You're yeah. not r- rubbing a cheek with it. I mean, that's right.
2: You know. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Jim, the misery index only goes to 99, so <laughs> you know, 100. Uh, Pseudo Brady says 78.
2: Todd, keep in mind, if you miss this, you lose. I know, but what kind of freaks are the 21 others who would have been, Who would, have, who would have said, no, I'm good with it? I like a little poison ivy in the, in the ditch. That's <laughs> true. I'm going higher. Higher
0: than 78. And I agree, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary says I I think higher, so I'll say lower. <laughs> is, is that what you use there, Todd? Was that your line of thinking? I no,
2: I, I don't know. I this is all over the place this game is. It's, com- it's it's a difficult game. It is. Wiping your ass with poison ivy, misery index
0: 32.5. Are oh, you
2: shitting me?
0: <sighs> <laughs> Not after the poison ivy, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, must, I, you know, must have opened lost. the sucker to, too late.
2: Salvage. I did. You got absolutely schnockered. Sh- I did get schnockered, but I don't feel so bad because, again, I just disagree wholeheartedly with only 30 people out of 100 said that it wasn't that, What I don't know, whatever they said. So 68
0: people or 67 and a half people were felt that poison ivy in your uh, rectal area was not a miserable experience. Yeah, I, I don't get that. So th- then there's this thing. Have you had to experience that, or your just supposition of? Because I mean, we're just supposing. I'm assuming. That's true. I,
2: I, I honestly, and, and I mean, you know, I don't, I don't. I mean, I'm pretty blunt. I, I've never, I've never done that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing all the scenarios, the thirteen
0: scenarios that we went through here. Uh, I mean, most of them you probably have not experienced personally.
2: Yeah, but but I think that. I don't think that getting poison ivy on your caboose is something that you have to have experienced to know how miserable it would be. I would like to know the age of the of the people that asked in some of these.
0: Uh, you know, that, that, that's a, that's a good question.
2: All right, so the final pseudo Brady ten,
0: Todd three, and uh, Howard says pseudo Brady wins the pseudo trophy. That is correct. Or the champion so I can see you in my mind's eye going like this. <laughs> uh, two hands over the head. Giving yourself the kudos. All right. That rounds out the episode 88 of the Play It By Ear podcast. And uh, as always, our audio version of this podcast will be released on uh, Friday at 3 a.m. Uh, you can find that audio on uh, Anchor is our... Our host site, but Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, those are our big uh, Ghana, also a a big uh, platform for us, uh, for our Indian friends. Uh, 25% of our audience or listeners or listens have been from India. So we do have a contingent there. So uh, you probably can find us on Ghana, although you can find us on all those other things too. Uh, also, uh, the video version of this podcast is archived on uh, YouTube. Uh, you can search Play By Your Podcast to find our channel there. Uh, Twitch. Twitch. Thank you. Uh, it's on there. I, it's not archived on there. It stays on there for a little while. Uh, also archived on Facebook. And uh, for our social media links, you can go to our website, www.playbyyourpodcast. We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, although I've not figured out Instagram very well. But we do have a uh, an account there. You can interact with us via email at men at com. You can leave a voice message. Click the link at your audio podcast provider. We'll put your voice, or your question, or your comment right in to the audio version of the podcast. So uh, still looking for those. Anything for the good of the order, Todd? I can't think of
2: anything. It's been fun. It's been real. Thank, okay, you, thank you. you, Pseudo Brady, for the
0: pinch ass kicking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a pinch hit or kick your ass. Yeah, man. Should uh, be ashamed. <laughs> I am. Or or, or or not. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will be back next week. Uh, as far as uh, schedules go, I, I mean, my personal schedule. Uh, opens up a little bit so we'll probably talk about getting back to a particular night of the week and uh, getting our schedule back in order instead of uh, going around all different kinds of days so uh, i hope to see you all for episode 89 it will be fine
2: can't wait to see you next week seek it sneaking up on 100 that's right todd take us out peace Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast.
0: You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.